Hello, hello. So, we're back with another episode of Plus Ultra. This episode, we're going to cover two things and only two things. It's one, the fallacy of mutual exclusivity, and two, my beef with this whole rise in hating women and hating men. And it actually ties into mutual exclusivity because we don't have to do either. It's a complete fallacy. I know I release episodes every Wednesday. There will be another one tomorrow, Wednesday. But the people have spoken. I've received four reviews in the last week. Now I have 12. And most of those reviews are asking for shorter episodes. They like the variety. So last month I peppered in two very short episodes talking about very specific things. And people seem to love that. So I will be doing more of this. So aside from the big long interviews with very interesting people, I'm going to do more of these very short ones. So for this one, I want to focus very intently on something that I see all over the place, and it's a common fallacy that a lot of people fall into, and it breaks my heart, but I've grown to accept human conditions and human psychology, and rather than expect more from people, I'm going to show you what I've learned to do, which is to leverage how people currently are. So one of those fallacies, and I talked about this in one of those shorter episodes in the positive versus negative identities, but I just want to expand on it here, is the fallacy of assumed mutual exclusivity. You will see this all the time. No matter what problem it is, people hate multivariable problems. They don't like things with different nuances and angles. So what you'll commonly see people do is assume that any problem has two, literally two opposing views. And more importantly, that accepting one is to exclude the other. That is bullshit over 80% of the time. A lot of problems have gray areas. And what's actually really cool is that you can use your big boy and big girl brain to figure out different solutions. You'll see this a lot, and it's really sad to see on gender dynamics and stuff like that. There's this podcast, huge podcast called the Whatever Podcast. And then another one, what's called Fresh and Fit. These are the red pilled guys. I love the red pill too, which is like telling you to break out of the matrix and like resist things. But these guys take it way too far. These guys, if you've ever heard the phrase men going their own way, these are these are dudes who see the rise in fourth wave, fifth wave feminism, whatever it is now, and they see that the divorce rate is over 50% in the US and that 80% of breakups and divorces are initiated by women. And they see all that and they're choosing not to even engage with girls. They're choosing not to even get married. I call that cowardice. Yes, most modern women are toxic as fuck. True, yes. But also, most modern men suck ass. So, rather than just pushing ourselves to either side and hating each other, and literally the host of the Whatever Podcast, Brian, I just heard him say, don't get married. This is a sick message. It is a broken and misunderstood way to look at the world. And it's more than anything, it's not the only solution. These are the mutually exclusive things are just not real. So, so your only two options are not be a simp and get married and lose 50% of your shit. And the other side being go your own way, be so red pill, don't even talk to girls, just fuck as many as you can, don't even try to start a legitimate family and like do something hard. Those are not your only two options. And you will see people constantly fighting for those two options. I love a lot of what Andrew Tate says. I disagree with that point in particular where you should be a womanizer. I think that's not how you're going to get the most out of your life. 
But I'm not here to tell you how to live, but I'm just trying to shine light on this common thread to show up all the time, which is assumed mutual exclusivity. A lot of stuff is not mutually exclusive to the other options out there, okay? And there are more than two options. So let's break that down so you can literally leverage this whenever you see it. Whenever you see this common thread, I want you to pull on it and a lot of people's entire arguments are gonna fall apart. They're gonna shit themselves and you will just sit there and enjoy the look on their face. It is beautiful when you actually exercise all the faculties in your mind and just pull on this thread, people shit themselves. It's really nice and more importantly, it makes the world a better place. So let's quickly revisit this mutual exclusivity about gender dynamics. The guys on Fresh and Fit are actual losers, okay? The guy gets so upset and obviously baits like the dumbest girls on the planet. But regardless, a lot of girls and modern girls in particular do think that way. So it's it's a good conversation to have. But the host, I don't know his name, Myron or whatever, he gets very angry. And the message he's pushing is basically we don't need any girls. That is the wrong way to go about it. And it's assumed mutual exclusivity that all girls are dumb and that you just avoid them altogether. It's very wrong. But then you also see this... Beautiful young soul. There's a girl called Pearl who is in that whole red pill space. And then she's going the other way too, where she's saying insane shit. Like, how can women hit men and not expect to be hit back? Like, we should level everything 50-50. 50-50 is utter bullshit. A, there is a double standard. And the double standard is actually beautiful. It's a good thing. It's telling you as a man, hey, you need to play by different rules. And it's telling you as a woman, hey, you need to play by different rules. How shitty of a life would it be if we were both playing by the same rules, had the same metrics, were measured at the same way? That is completely stupid, honestly, because we have different functions on this planet. We have different functions within the home. We have different functions based on genitalia and our strength or bone density, all kinds of stuff. Like to compare ourselves as a guy to women is completely asinine. And to compare yourself as a woman to a guy is completely asinine. This reminds me of that quote, I think it was by Alder Einstein, that if you judge a fish for its ability to climb a tree, it's gonna think it's stupid its whole life. That's exactly what's going on here with men and women. We each are unique. We are equal in the eyes of God, we are equal in worth, right? But we are each exclusively talented at different things. There are things a woman can do that I can't do. And there are things I can do that a woman can't do. And that is beautiful. This is a good thing. Going 50-50 is literally half-assing your way through life and particularly with your partner, who is the person you're gonna spend most of your time with on this planet. More than your parents, more than your kids, more than your friends, your partner. Choosing the right partner is the most important decision of your life. So if you're gonna go 50-50 with them, you're literally half-assing yourself and her. The way to do it is to go 100-100. Give yourself fully, she gives herself fully, that is the way to go. And to be full as a human, as a man, is to assume full responsibility, be the protector, be the provider, and be the masculine frame so she can be her whole flow state, her whole ocean within those bounds, okay? So a woman, again, is pure energy, so she's like the ocean. If you put up barriers around her and expect her to act rational like a man, she's gonna lose that feminine juice. She's gonna lose that energy, that thing that keeps her so bouncy and bubbly and happy like there's nothing more contagious and beautiful than highly feminine energy you're gonna strip that away from her asking her to pay for half your bills asking her to think logically asking her to solve her own problems you're forcing her to ha keep a masculine edge that's she's gonna lose her magic okay you don't want that 
If you're asking for that, that means you, you are an actual child. You need to get rid of the mother figure in your life. Like, obviously, I love my mom. We all love our moms. But I'm saying, like, psychologically, you don't need a mother's approval or a female approval. You're literally asking your, your girl to become your mom for you. You need to make the decisions, stand firm, live by them, and then you make the decisions. You go 100%. And then you're not, we're not letting the girls off the hook either, okay? We're not simps here. We are not simps. What we're going to do is we're going to set up these rules and boundaries for the girl, and you're going to say, hey, you can be as feminine as you want, you can do whatever you want, but I need 100% from you, but your 100% is going to come in this way, in this form. You're going to mother our kids, you're going to be nurturing, you're going to teach them emotional intelligence, you're going to be patient, you're going to do all this stuff that I cannot do with my time, and we're going to have a 100-100 relationship. That is the way to blossom, okay? They are not mutually exclusive. You want 100% out of her, but you also have to give 100% of yourself, Rule of thumb, if you ever hear a dude bitch and complain about the double standard, like, how come girls can do this? How, how come we as guys need to work hard and, like, get our physiques right and do all this stuff, like, and they get to expend all our money? You are listening to an actual child, right? You are listening to someone who understands that they need to be a protector and a provider, and they just do not want to do it. That's as simple as it is, okay? A double standard is good because it protects women and it protects you as a guy because it's making you, forcing you really, to live a meaningful life. I understand the need and the allure for these hyper-strong male role models. I really do appreciate it and it's actually well needed and you do need a balance because there's programming to emasculate men. I absolutely understand and I appreciate that. But I also understand that certain messages are just not going to be parsed through by actual rational minds so that's why i'm doing this podcast here to just do my part just to realize that people don't actually process what they're hearing they just take it at full value most of the time that's what i've learned i also understand that i'm being played and a lot of people being played this is social media i know you want to say controversial things to get clicks it's terrific marketing it's brilliant marketing i actually respect it it's a lot of work to get that many views and they have four million subscribers on youtube the whatever podcast does like well merited that's really good but i know how human beings work i know how people just look at something that's popular in pop media and they think that is in position to adopt immediately just because that viewership gives it legitimacy but i just to be able to cut through all the noise i hope some people have the discernment to look at a message and see the bullshit and separate it from the truth, okay? So what these guys are saying is not all true and it's not a real situation you have to ask yourself to. Should I be a simp or should I be a go-my-own-way red-pilled Chad? You can be a beautiful, not even blend, you can be a beautiful third option, which is being what is known as a superior man. If you ever read David Dita, it's that idea of someone who is so in tune with both his masculine, both his feminine, that he expects that from his partner. Some woman who is fully feminine and can embrace her masculine when need be. That is a very hard option. That is a very hard way of life. But guess what? Hard things are meaningful things. So let's get into that. An inferior man, a mediocre man, is going to hear his girl come up to him and start complaining about minor things or start bringing up some issues from the past or just start poking at him emotionally and be like, why can't you be like a dude? Why can't you just calm the fuck down and just be logical and be more heady, right? That is what an actual man-child will say. A superior man will realize that a woman operates on a completely different level. 
They are emotional beings. Women are pure energy. And the world at large is pure energy. So what greater gift is there to have a woman in your life? Because basically, if you can't control those those waves she's throwing at you, if you can't be that masculine mountain and she be that pure energy wave of ocean just crashing into you and you remain stoic, if you can't handle her, then you literally cannot handle the world because the world is going to throw all kinds of irrational shit at you too. And a woman is fucking fantastic for that reason. She is literally testing you as though the world was testing you. What men don't appreciate is that when girls provoke you, it is they're trying to bring out the best in you because consciously or unconsciously, what they are doing is they're trying to shake the mother figure out of you psychologically. So a girl is going to come up to you, is, is going to poke your buttons because they know you emotionally way better than you do. And they're going to poke you emotionally because they want to see how you react. They want to see how you react emotionally when you're at your highest. That's why they always like bug you when you're doing really well. It's funny. But you got to learn how to handle it. The best way to handle a woman always, always, always is with humor and love. That is it. That's how they melt. Humor and love. They come up to you. They're in a rage. They're doing something. Don't take it as face value. What they're complaining about, what they're talking about, it is not what they're actually seeking a solution for. You need to dig deeper than that. So what the way you do it is you grab her, you hug her. You kiss her, you give her a shit ton of love in the moment, and then you just break the tension with humor. And then you go at it on a logical level. But that's how you connect with these creatures. They're the best creatures on planet because they are literally embodiment of life force, of the world in human form. And that's why they just look so fantastic too. There's nothing more radiant than an actual feminine woman. So if you can't handle a girl, you can't handle the world. So they're testing you. So you need to be able to pass these tests. You cannot be emotional, angry, and expect something different from them. A girl is to be loved, not understood. And what I mean by understood, I mean like analyzed. They don't want that shit. They just want you to be there, be present, be stoic, be funny. Funny in the sense that you're not taking life so seriously. Get your shit done, but when problems arise, because they'll arise all the time, handle it with grace, with humor, and with love. So let's revisit the mutual exclusivity thing. I want these episodes to be less than 15 minutes, by the way, so I'm going to do this pretty fast. But an example of mutual exclusivity is when I was in college, my roommate Jack, what's up, Jack? My roommate Jack and I, we started talking about political systems and economic systems, and we realized that, hey, the only two options are not capitalism and and socialism. There's got to be something we can do. And we started talking, 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 and we realized there's this new system, and we called it peripheralism, which is a kind of a blend of the two, where you take the people in the periphery of the population, so on the outskirts of the bell curve, I think we said less than 18 and older than 80, those should be the only people who have access to socialized programs. So the whole idea there is like if the government is going to subsidize anything at all, like social care, health care, whatever, it should go that those funds, those centralized funds should go only to the people who need it the most, which are the people in the periphery. The people in the middle of the bell curve, they should work for it. They should do all this different stuff. Maybe we can break that down even further. But that is the baseline of this new system we thought of is like peripheralism where like, of course, people in the middle will need access to these funds at some point for some for some reason. But then you can just have a whole price structure based around that peripheral model, though. It's not just everyone gets taxed to the shit just to just to feed some machine. We actually have a new baseline, a new foundation, which is this peripherally system. And then we just build it around that based on people's needs. And so... That is an example of 
taking what was once thought of as a mutually exclusive situation, socialism or capitalism, and just using your big brain to figure out something else, okay? That is just one tiny example. We call it peripheralism, whatever. But you can do this with literally everything. Next time you hear someone red in the face saying, hey, like it's got to be this way or that way. It's Democrat, Republican. It's this or that. It's, it's being a simp or being like a red-pilled, like no girls allowed boys club thing. It is not like that. Mutual exclusivity is for mentally incompetent people, okay? You don't have to play that game. So I hope that next time you see the thread of mutual exclusivity, you just pull on it, yank on it, and just go through these situations with love, with understanding. You also need to realize, and this took me a long time to realize, that a lot of very, very smart people, particularly in politics, they know this, okay? They know there's multiple answers. They're just acting selectively ignorant to present to you two options. But most people cannot handle multivariable problems. They don't want to, okay? And so they literally see the world as you see people on the news or you see go to some festival, they talk to those people. Those are the, that is the majority of the planet. So rather than hating those people, you should love them and just understand and give them grace and love and humor. The average person just cannot analyze all these factors and try to do something like that, okay? But you cannot force them to. You don't, you don't ever want to change human psychology. You want to leverage it, give them understanding, give them space, whatever. But just understand that the people at the top, the sociopaths, the brilliant people, the actual needle movers, they know there's more than two answers. They just don't want to show it to you. So just like them, you can leverage it. Be a bit Machiavellian if you do figure out some answer, like play it for yourself, maybe share it, maybe don't, whatever. But just know that there are multiple answers to this. And so with that, we're done with today's episode. I'm going to release this early on Tuesday, the 16th. And tomorrow's episode is going to be another long-form interview with someone who's super cool. Hope you get, hope you tune into that. I met this cat in Spain, and he's over here on the East Coast now. He just got his law degree, so he's a giga chad. So... Love you guys always, plus ultra, and stay tuned. Please leave a review, and let me know if you got any value from this. Appreciate it. Bye.